It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards lose to the 76ers, 128-146. They allowed Joel Embiid to score 48 points. But we're going to talk about who stood out from the young guys and recap the game. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. It's your host, Real Ed Oliver, and my guy, Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards lose again, 120 to 146, two to 76ers. The Washington Wizards are now one and five and zero and four in away games. Another similar script tonight, where they just you know end up getting blown out, and then West waves the white flag, and they put the bench in some of the young guys. So Brandon, we're going to start with the young guys again. Uh, what was your evaluation? Uh, what were some positives you saw from the young group and some negatives that you saw from the young? From the young guys, um, looking at the young guys, man. Um, I don't know if you consider Denny a young guy now, um, kind of not, but I'm gonna roll with him as a young guy. Um, played well, you know, we, we brought up the fact that him being that third squad option, I definitely think he is. I mean, if you look at the stat line, man, 27 minutes, which is a big plus to me 16 points, five rebounds, six assists, shot five for eight from the field, two for four from three. I mean, only one turnover, got a steal. I mean, he looked good. Because, I mean, and we're going to talk about the vets and, and starters later, but Denny looked good. He definitely looks like he, he solidified himself as a third scorer. But getting to the true young guys, I mean, Bilal got 19 minutes. That's a good sign as far as minutes-wise. 10 points, three rebounds. Um, His shot's still coming along. But, I mean, he, that one three, you know, he, the release looked quicker. But um, off night from Johnny Davis and Corey Kisper, man. Um, Kisper seems – I don't, know where he's, I don't know where he's at, man. He's had a rough couple games, 0 for 2 overall, three points, two turnovers, and Johnny Davis, two afraid from the field. So um, I think the biggest thing, I mean, like I said, the positives, like I said, Denny being at th- um, the third scoring option. And Bilal, you know, you, you see the potential as far as his offensive side, um, the dunk, you know, as far as uh, on the run, man, and transition, he's money. It's just 
when when the offense is set, you see this with a lot of the young guys, man. Is the hesitancy to drive the lane? I don't understand it. It really, it just it bugs me because there's 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 times in the game where you see there's an avenue where Blau or even Johnny Davis can drive and they're they're hesitant. Um, like I said, in transition, Kudabali with that speed, man, he, he he's money. Obviously, the defense is, is money, but um, when, like I said, when the offense is set, his hesitancy to drive the lane is questionable. So as far as his offensive game, man, I want to see him drive more, try to get more, you know, try to get more fouls, man, get to the free throw line. But the young guys, you know, it was a struggle tonight. It was a struggle tonight. Looking at the bench period, uh, Ryan Rollins, 10 minutes. Uh, you know, Ryan Rollins did, he does what he does. I mean, just in 10 minutes, six points, five rebounds, three assists, but five turnovers. So, you know, if he wants to be that backup point guard of the future, he's got to really deal with those turnovers. In. And Eugene from Eugene, Emery, you know, underwhelming game, 10 points. Oh, not 10 points, 10 minutes, but four points, four rebounds. But again, three turnovers and four personal fouls, which a lot of that had to do with them trying to find some way, if there is a way, to stop Joel Embiid. And that just, you know, um, and like I said, we're going to talk about the starting unit, how Daniel Gafford had a pretty good quarter. But but as far as the young guys, man, it, it allowed, and like I said, I don't know if we consider Danny a young guy anymore, but I feel like he, he looks solid this year, man. I mean, from the office standpoint, he has done everything we've asked him to do. Now, you know, if you want to get in specifics, yeah, the left hand, he still needs to work a lot on the left hand. He's still right-hand dominant. But overall, Denny has really proven to be that third scorer, man. Uh, he really has. And, you know, looking at it below, you see the potential offensively. It's just he's got to be more aggressive, especially driving the lane and trying to get those fouls, man, and trying – he's got to be more aggressive. So that's what I, kind of what I want to see from Blau going forward, man, is being more aggressive. Same thing with Johnny. Johnny's just – He's got to work on our efficiency. So, uh, underwhelming, but, you know, we're still early in the, in, in the rebuild, man. So, you know, we're still seeing what they can do. And, you know, Johnny Davis, is <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah, Johnny has some up and down moments. He uh, had a floater that uh, – I can't remember if it was, it was airballed or blocked, but he had, a, he had a floater that was off. But he stuck with it, got a, off as a rebound and put it back. Um, had a tr- had a uh, transition layup. He had, yeah, he had an awkward floater and missed. That. I wrote it in my nose. He missed a floater and then had to put back. Then he had another put back as well. So uh, I thought Johnny Davis played hard. You know, didn't have his best game tonight. Uh, Blau, just to piggyback back off what you said. He, he's still working on his offensive game. Yeah, uh, he did have an open three, and he ended up with ten points. He did knock down that open three. So I like that he he was confident in taking the shot. But, yeah, sometimes, you know, he does get stuck in that no-man's land offensively where he's just hesitating. Three for three from the free throw line as well. Looked really good in transition, like you said, as well. Um, taking it coast-to-coast at one point. And uh, I don't know the young guys. Corey Kisper didn't have his best game, but he was coming off of injury. So I'm not going to give him a hard time. Of course, defensively, you know, teams target him defensively. They target all our guys defensively. <laughs> you know, they just do. Yeah. But, you know, he he's come back from an injury. So I, I definitely give him some time to get his get his legs back under him. Johnny. And let me see who else out of the young guys. Uh, Gafford, we talked about him. You know, I thought he played well in that first quarter. I don't know if he's considered as a young guy, too. But that first quarter he played well. I, I thought Joel and B definitely gave him a, a, a elbow for sure. They challenged, just challenged it, and then they called a technical foul on Joel and B. It's like if you're going to call a technical foul on Joel and B, you might as well call an offensive foul as well. So I thought there was some home cooking in Philly as well with that. That didn't make any sense to me at all. But uh, from that standpoint, Eugene he played with physicality. 
as well. He he played pretty hard up and down, but he had some foul trouble with four fouls. I mean, only played in 11 minutes, got four fouls. But you just love the energy that you see from him. That's yeah. that's the only positive I can really say right there. And then Rollins, uh, I want to say it was Patrick Beverly tried to steal the ball from him. Did a spin move, got to the basket, finished really well. Then he had a nice uh, pass to Anthony Gillen transition for a dunk too. So uh, that's that's really it from the young guys for the most part. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the veterans. But, yeah, basically it's that same script. And, and I said it last night, I really want to see a competitive game just to see minutes yeah. be distributed. And, you know, can the young guys get in earlier in a competitive game? But once again, we see uh, the same script that we saw from before another blowout. Yeah, different game, same result. I mean, it's, it's how it's going to be, man. I mean, against a team like the 76ers where, I mean, I think they're better without James Harden because they got the right pieces to fit around Joel Embiid. And like I said, Joel Embiid, man, he just – that first quarter, I agree with you. I was very, very proud of Gaff, man, because he showed energy, and he was tough against Embiid to the point where Embiid was getting mad. I mean, he got a couple – I mean, what was it all blocks were in the first quarter. So, I mean, I believe so. Yeah, all five were in the first quarter, if not four out of the five. But – you know, he looked good, but, you know, I looked at a couple of comments, and I've, I've said this time and time again, man. I don't know if it's conditioning, cardio, what's going on, but, you know, he he's usually a one-quarter player. Like, you'll see an aggressive gaff, man, and then he it just resorts to, you know, falling for these crazy fouls. And and I get it, man. It, it It's a tough guard, Joel Embiid, man. Tough guard because he's, if not the best, one of the best. I mean, yeah, Jokic, but – Anybody else not named Jokic, he's probably the best center in the NBA. I mean, he's just that versatile. I mean, you saw tonight, man. He's hitting Jays. You know, he's hitting mid-range. I mean, he brought the ball. But, you know what I mean? He's just a very versatile guy for his size, man. So that's a tough cover. But, you know, Daniel Gaffer looked good in the first quarter, and then he's gone. So, yeah, I mean, I, but going back to the young guys, man, Um, and I, I guess you're kind of right. You kind of still consider him a young guy. But, mm. you know, underwhelming. I mean, I saw glimpses from Bilal, but here's the thing is just – I the. The biggest thing I got to tell everybody and I got to tell myself is patience, man. It's going to be a long ride. And, you know, you do see the potential with Bilal in his offensive game. It's just it's going to come along with more experience, man. It's like we always compare it to uh, Sam Howell and the commanders, man. You know, he's practically a rookie. So it's just getting that playing time, getting that experience. I think you're going to start to see a better player as the year goes by. You know, he's going to really get the kinks out of his offensive game. So I'm not too concerned, man. But um, like you said, Kispert coming off an injury. But, you know, this year I want to see more from him. And Johnny Davis again. He is showcasing for a job, man. He's got to, you know, with the play minutes, he's got to perform, man. I mean, let's see how many minutes. 13 minutes. So, like I said, until – but that's the thing, though. I'm looking at the minutes. I kind of wanted to see more minutes for Johnny because, mm-hmm. you know, Shemet didn't play. So, I don't – you know, the minutes is – you know, I think Wes has got to really figure out the minutes as far as trying to equally distribute the minutes, man. But And I know it's <laughs> easier said than done. But, yeah, Bilal, to me, was probably the young guy tonight excluding Denny or Gap, that really looked decent tonight. So, Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see some more minutes for Johnny as well. Of course, he's going to earn them. But, um, yeah, two for eight from the field, four points. Had a shot blocked as well. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's a process with Johnny. It's a process with Johnny. So, But we're going to talk about the veterans and just break down the rest of the game. And uh, before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So, This is Jake from Locked On. 
Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, my bet of the day that I put in on FanDuel was Kyle Kuzma getting 20 points. He ended up with 28 points. So, I mean, I, I've been betting on him getting 20 points each game this season and it's hit it's usually like minus 155 minus 160 so it's not yeah. the best odds in the world but it's it's a shoe in you know so it's like you bet a hundred dollars you get fifty dollars so something like that it's, it's a pretty easy 100 percent bet uh, that i put in every single day so they're probably gonna change the odds on that but if you want to take the spread you want to take the opposing teams to beat the wizards by more points than what their um what the spread is that has been basically 100 uh, percent wager as well. Vlogger also says over under 10 wins this season, fellas. So it's looking tough on that. <laughs> yeah. For the season starting on FanDuel, I think it was like 24 and a half. And I was really staying at the under on that. I definitely should have took the under on that. I don't know why I didn't take <laughs> it. But moving on, make sure you guys thanks for making Lots of Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We should be having guest David Harrison from Lockdown Commanders. He also writes for the Wizards on Sports Illustrated as well. So he will be coming on the show. We will be having him on as a guest, so it should be a lot of fun. All right, Brandon, so what was your thought about the veterans um, and just the game take overall? Yeah. Uh, what, was, what were your thoughts on, on, on recapping the game? Uh, I mean, the start five was the start of the show today, man. I mean, if you look at, you know, Kuz, I mean, this is some of the things I'm going to say about Kuz, man. But um, first of all, looking at the stat line, 28 points, shot 12 for 20. So the fish scene was, was good tonight, man. Um, six rebounds, four assists, shot four from five from three. So he was only he was money tonight. Um, we talked about Denny, uh, his stat line, you know, Jordan Poole again, um, 23.6 assists. So he looked better tonight. Tyus Jones, six assists, 12 points, five for 13, fish seed, but two, two steals. Um, I thought the starting five looked solid. I mean, they 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 look really good. I think that tonight, if you it, you know, not that we're really looking at why they lost. I guess I would point out the bench. The bench and the young guys, they were very underwhelming. But strong five looked good. Now, Kyle Kuzma, man, I'll, I'll say this, man. We talked a lot about leadership. I mean, you, you saw him talking to Denny a lot, man. Um, I forget what what happened. I, I don't know. If, yeah, it was where uh, Denny got stripped. And uh, I think it was Paul Reed dunked on him. And Kyle Kuzma kind of came up, talked to him. Said, told him he pretty much told him what he's going to do was he is going to Dish it out to someone outside and hit that three and get him some confidence. You saw them talking a lot, man. That's what I want to see. That's leadership. I like what I saw from that standpoint tonight. Um, I know that Chris Miller and Drew Gooden, they kind of mentioned it too. Um, so that's good to see because, you know, these two guys, you know, really learning off each other. I, mean, I love it, man. I love the leadership from Coos. But Jordan Poole, you know, um, we're, we've, been, we've been hard on him. Obviously, efficiency. Now, there, there's still a couple of questionable, you know, uh, moves he did, man. I, I believe it was the first quarter, man, where – he tried to pass it out, 
and then it ends up going out of bounds and you know stuff like that. But it, I think it's still a learning curve, William. Man, he's still a young guy. Um, you know, he's he, you know they gave him the green light. He's feeling free. You know, he wants, but he's got to dial. You know, you know, yeah, he needs to dial down a little bit. But uh, I felt that he was a little more on, under control tonight. So, but his that line was 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 money. I like what I saw from him. So Gafford, yeah, I'm gonna get on Gafford a little bit, man. Um, again, first quarter. He was decent, man. But that's the thing. They don't hand out trophies for nice first quarters, man. Like, you know, yeah. you gotta you gotta play all four, man. You gotta be and I don't know if it's conditioning. I mean, Cardio's been an issue with him the entire time in DC, man. I don't know if that was an issue in Chicago. Maybe it was a the reason they flipped him. I don't I don't know, but conditioning has been an issue. And you know, you can't just play one quarter, you gotta play off you know, and, you know the personal fouls continue to be an issue. Um and again, you know, and Joel Embiid's a hard cover, man. I mean, there's not many centers. But then again, Bam cooked him. I mean, time and time again, man. I mean, how many centers in this league are you confident that Daniel Gafford can really match up well against? I mean, we'll see because Wednesday night you still got Nick Richards. You got Mark. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, how does he match up against Mark Williams? And we know what Nick Richards is a wizard killer. So mm-hmm. I, I like Gaff, man. Um, but I, I need to see more, man. I need to see more if you want to be that starter because – to me, the GM's coming out a little bit. I mean, to me, with him being in an extension, the money's just right for him to be a salary filler, man, if he's not that long-term answer. You know, and I know that, you know, a lot of people talk about James Wiseman. We're going to save that for another episode. We're really going to talk about James Wiseman, man. But, you know, something's got to happen. He said, I got to see it's more than one quarter, man. Because, like, mm-hmm. like I said, if you get trophies for one quarter, then, I mean, we we, we got to, like, a we have a trophy room full of, you know, it's just, we. I need to see more from Gaff, man. But overall, the Vets, man, this, this first unit is what, kept this somewhat respectable you know what i mean so yeah gaff he tries i thought the first quarter was really good he had what four blocks in the first quarter yeah and i brought up before i thought that was an offensive foul on joel and b so i thought he had a good first quarter then west went zone in the second half and joel and b of course he hit every wide open mid-range uh, shot that he had right in the middle of the zone that we just let him keep catching the basketball um <laughs> It got to the point where it's like they might as well just deny him the ball, just not let him touch it. Honestly, just just put two people on him. I know they would have given up a bunch of threes, but the guys at that point got that bad. Of course, they gave up a bunch of threes anyway. They gave up three threes to Nicholas Batum. Yeah. Uh, let me just pull up the stats here and just see how many threes we gave up to guys. Because I know in the first quarter, um, they tried to double team him and Tyrese yeah. Maxey hit one on him. Yeah. So it, it's it's hard to double. It's kind of like you pick your poison. Tobias Harris went off in the first quarter. De'Anthony Melton hit up with, with four threes. De'Anthony Melton, they talked about on the broadcast how he shot – he was shooting 29% um, from the field. And, of course, he has a get-right game against the Washington Wizards. He has a breakout game. He ended up with uh, – where is De'Anthony Melton? And somebody talked about Pat Beverly trying to, you know, being a try-hard too. He definitely came out there and was, was just being that's, – that's just how Patrick Beverly is. You know, he's going to try to, you know, taunt and showboat. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatnot. So, yeah, Melton hit four threes. Maxi hit three. Batum came off the bench and hit three threes. They were 12 for 31 from the three, which is, you know, which is fine. 37%. We shot better than from the three point line. But, yeah, once again, we don't defend the three point line well. We, we don't get back in transition. Ty- Tyrese Maxi had a layup line at one point in that third or fourth quarter. He just kept getting to the to the basket pretty easily. And we had no answer for Joel Embiid. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's. It really is a similar script. There was one point in the second quarter where West had the all bench lineup. So when I see people complain about that, that was something that didn't work at all. The the starters didn't work either, but the bench lineup definitely uh, definitely uh, helped the Sixers get a get a to break out to a lead for sure. 
just thinking about the game too, I didn't like how Marquise Morris hip checked Gail Gafford. I thought he got away with a with a not a flagrant, but that thought that was just not yeah. a bad play. So that that could have been a technical foul. But uh, yeah, once again, we we struggled to guard the three point line. We struggled to get stops. The zone didn't work at all. We struggled to get back on defense. And uh, offensively, yes, I do think Jordan Poole was better today. I do think I think he was locked on, locked in. He was more focused. His shot, his shot selection was a lot better. Even though he took a couple of deep threes, he was making them four for nine from the three point line, eight yeah. for fifteen from the from the field. A lot better, a uh, much better game from him. And then Kyle Kuzma, twenty eight points. I thought he got to the basket a lot, four for five from the three point line. So it was a better shooting game from him. They had good games, and we're still getting blown out like this. And we have, I have no complaints about Jordan Poole today, really. He yeah. airballed a mid-range jumper at the beginning, but, you know, he had a short memory on that. Gallinari, four minutes. He was unplayable today. He was getting cooked by Paul Reed on one play. Uh, Landry Schmidt is a DNP, so we don't even get trade value up for these guys. So this it, – it, it's just it's just looking rough right now. It is, but I get it. It's a trust-the-process situation where we're looking into the future. The guys who were trying to get the trade value up – DeLon Wright only got five minutes, too. He's a guy that we're supposed to be trading, yeah. too, so – Guys that Mascala only three minutes. He was he was pretty awful tonight too. He got in, got blocked. So even the guys who are in expiring deals who we're looking at, we're really looking at to get traded, they barely played, you know. So and I, I know we want to play some of the young guys more. So I, I don't disagree with it. But um, yeah, it, it's tough when you have guys on the roster that you're looking to trade and and their trade value is not going to go up anyway. It's a long conversation to have, you know, another day. But <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's it's just rough. It was another rough. Now, you need to hit the nail on the head, man. Look, buy out Shamet. Let's <laughs> buy him out. <laughs> buy Gallo out. What are we doing? I mean, get Johnny some minutes. Um, Eugene Amaru, you need some good minutes. Look, this is all about evaluating the young guys, man. Buy these guys out. I mean, like mm-hmm. you said, Gallo, man, he, he might as well have a walker out there with some tennis balls on him, man. I mean, oh, I, I mean, he's he's just – you know what I mean? He's just slow, man. I don't I'm, I'm going to say, man, he's just – Four minutes, you practically I don't know why they gave him four minutes. I just start buying these guys out. Let's start getting minutes for these young guys, man. They have right. no trade value. Who are we gonna trade for? I mean, you know, Delon, man, Delon's a different player this year, man. He's just he's been a little underwhelmed himself. So looking at these expiring deals, I, I mean who who would you move? To me, the only guy right now that has trade value right now would be Tyus Jones. And uh-huh. even then, you know, Jordan Poole ain't ready to take take point. So, you know, he's I think that Tyus might play the year out. We'll see. But um yeah, I don't see much value because Shemet, if he ain't hitting threes, he ain't hitting nothing. He's just he's a statue. So right. I just I to me personally, I think they need to start buying guys out, man. Just just buy them out. So start getting these young guys some minutes. So that's where I'm at with it, man. Um starting five looks straight, but again, you know, you you two uh, you know, Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzman dropping 20 plus, and we still get blown out, man. So that's right. But you know, that's the script they're playing by, and that's what we're gonna watch, man. Like I said, it's a sitcom. So <laughs> <laughs> It really is. It really is a script. But we're going to get to comments here. But before we do that, we have a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. So looking at a lot, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, right? There's unrest in the Middle East, fires in Hawaii, hurricanes and tornadoes in Florida, earthquakes and all kinds of things coming up that can lead to supply chain shortages for medication or the inability to get medications when you need them most. So I got a solution for y'all. It's the Jace case. And then the Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. So 
I'm look, I'm a big believer in having what you need, man. I'm you know, military dude, man. So I believe in having certain you know, medicines, any kind of tools that your family's gonna need in the event of any kind of unrest, uh disease. I mean, anything big that happens, man. You definitely I definitely recommend the Jay's case because it has a lot in there, man. So hey, if you have if you think you want to get a Jay's case, all you gotta do is go to jacemedical.com and enter promo code locked on at checkout, and you get a 20 dollar discount on your order that's promo code locked on at j-a-s-e medical.com the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, and again, I, I cannot recommend it enough, y'all. Definitely, definitely consider it um, because you, you never know what you're going to need in, in any kind of emergency situation. So, uh, And thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. Every day or tomorrow, again, we have David Harrison who does Locked on commanders, and he does also a writer on inside the wizards for SI. So we definitely gonna chop it up with him tomorrow night about the whiz kids, man. Yes, sir. I'm already I'm already laughing. So he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh Desan uh, says kiss for the Delon have been so bad at second to see. Yeah, Delon Delon has not looked good, and that's the unfortunate thing about it is that you know, his trade value. I'm not yeah. saying his trade value is a lot anyway. I'm not expecting to get a first-round pick or anything close to that, maybe a second-round pick. Basically, what you got from Monte Morris, second-round yeah. pick. Um, Right now, like you said, Brandon, it's getting to the point where some of these guys, they're just straight up just going to have to get bought out. Like, you're just – you're not going to get anything from Shemette. You're going to have to – you know, you're going to have to hope that a team uh, uh trades for Shemette and some other guys. Now, somebody may trade for Shemette just because he can shoot. You know, he's yeah. a known shooter. Um, hasn't really done it so far. He hasn't played in a lot of games. Now, if he's getting the DNP, that just I don't, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And then Gallo is just unplayable. He can't move. I mean, he he it's like a cone on defense, cement in the shoes, cement feet. Can barely jump over a cup. Looks like he needs AARP. I mean, all that stuff. You know, like, <laughs> he can barely move. Mascala can barely move. You know, if he's not hitting threes, he doesn't provide much value. Pat Baldwin, I, I don't know what's going on with him. I'm not yeah. saying that, but I'm just saying as far as the young guys, too, I don't he's not even suiting up. You know, he I think he's gonna be on a G League team. And uh, I was kind of excited when they when they brought him over. But uh, yeah, man, the, the, the veterans are just not they're just they're just they are what they are, basically. Yeah. And uh Kispert, like I said, I'm not going too too hard on Kispert because he just came back from an injury. He had a great game against the Grizzlies. He's had one really, really good game. Some of the other games have been solid. So I just want to see how he comes back from the injury. I give him some time. This is his first game back. I'll give him a pass. We play a, a lesser opponent in the Hornets. We'll talk about that tomorrow as far as a preview. But I think the Hornets game will be – it will finally be our first close game in a long time. I don't think it's going to be the wave in the white flag. I think that one's actually <laughs> going to be a competitive game where it goes, I'll say, at least to the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, I mean, like you said, we got a chance, man, because I think we got the Hornets uh, twice. Um, mm-hmm. We we got them in Charlotte Wednesday night, and then we come um, Friday night for the end season tournament game against them. So, I mean, like you said, it's an opponent that is very similar. I think that you know they want to play hard. These are two winnable games. 
you know, please win Friday night because I'll be there with the wife, man. No, <laughs> please win for your boy, man. Please win for your boy. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, because like you said, Gallo's just done, man. He's done. Yeah. I don't, I mean, what value are you gonna get for him? I mean, yeah. that, buy him, buy him out. Um, Shemes is saying, you know, you can argue that you're still a hot commodity of shooters. You know, you see Duncan Robinson in Miami, but you know, if you saw it when we played Miami, he a little more than the shooter. I mean, against the Wizards, he went, I mean, he was driving on us. So, right. um, it's just, I don't see much value. DeLon has taken a step back. Um, to me, Tyus is the only vet that has value. Now, you can say Kyle Kuzma, but mm, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if they move him this year. I think he's going to be here for at least a couple of years, in my opinion. If, and, you know, now they could very well move him in the offseason, but I don't see him being a deadline move, man. I think that. Um, he's still a really good influence in his locker room. Because, like I said, I like what I saw from Kyle Kuzma, man, just from a leadership standpoint, talking to Denny, kind of giving him pointers, um, helping with his confidence, man. Because we all know that, look, with Denny, is a confidence thing. And for him to, you know, to set him up for that three, and, I mean, the boost his confidence, man, that said a lot. But, yeah, mm-hmm. as far as Gallo, Shamet, get man Marui and Johnny Davis, man. Is, I don't spy him out. <laughs> Come on. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, we're rebuilding. They don't have value. Just would waste a bunch of time, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, Will Barton, who didn't have a good season, he played. I think he's played. I think he played better than some of these guys. Yeah. Better yeah. Right now. And he, he got bought out. So imagine if, you know, you're playing not as not as good as Will Barton and, and he got bought out. So that that's telling right there. Uh, Let's see here. Siva says, keep Denny Kuz Gaff as backup center. Kisper to seven man. Get rid of all the rest, including the biggest clan of them all. West with a joke. Yeah, I, I'll respond to this first. Keep Denny Kuz Gaff as backup center. Keep, <laughs> yeah, Gaff. Yeah, Gaff is a backup. That's what he is. He's playing as a starter, but he's really not a starter. He's a he's a darn good backup. I think if he was a backup, I think he'd probably be one of the best backup centers in the league. But right now, as a starting center, he's probably a bottom five starting center in the league. So he's playing out of position. He, he's kind of be, he's being asked to do too much, and guys can't guard anyway. So they're not helping him out either. Our guards aren't helping him at all. Uh, Kispert is a seven man. I'm fine with that. I think that's just where he yeah. is. Occasional guy off the bench, a shooter. Get rid of all the rest. Sure, I'm fine. Of course, you got to keep Bilal. You got to keep Denny. See what you got in him. Let Eugene play because he plays hard. Rollins plays hard. So basically, that last part of the bench, and then you just got to just see what you got in pool for the rest of the year. Whether he's you know he's going to get his value up or be here next year. Same thing with Kuzma. Kuzma's getting his value up. I think his value is starting to go up a yeah. little bit. It may, it may not go up any higher than what it was last year, but you know, if he puts up 28 plays efficient ball like that, just not Shaq and a fool, then yeah, I think cha- uh, championship contenders will certainly look for Kyle Kuzma and definitely offer a, a first round pick. If he can play like he did tonight consistently like that, doesn't have to put up 30, but if he plays efficiently and then not Shaq and a fool, I think he'll be fine. His, his value should be good, pretty good. Uh, so yeah, see if I, and, and Wes, we already know what it is with Wes, you know, you, you know what you're going to get with him. You're going to get, you know, him playing zone, playing all bench lineup, yeah. losing leads. We just haven't had an opportunity to really have a lead to lose it this year. Uh, so, I mean, defense is bad. And all of it's not his fault. You know, this roster, it is what it is. We don't have any bigs. So, I mean, they're just not a good roster. And that's, that's just the plan right now with the team is to get get the best draft pick as the best draft pick as possible and look to the future and just stack up on draft picks. Hey, the plan's working. Yeah. <laughs> They're well on their way, man. Um, because I know they that almost every mock draft has us a number one with Ron Arnold. Yes, so, I mean, that's I mean, it is what it is. And yeah, I look, I mean, that is the plan. 
you know, and, and obviously it's not fun to watch the plan, but that's the plan. But um, I mean, you hit all the nails in the head. It's just with Gaff, man. Like I said, I'm a big Gaff fan, man. It's just as a starter, he ain't it. He's just, I mean, tonight he looked good in the first quarter, dunking on folk. The, he's a lob threat. It's just, I need more energy than one quarter, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For really, I need more energy than one quarter to justify you getting an extension because that's a Tommy Shepard move. I, I felt like that was a little hurried, man. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. And, and Lord knows we know about Tommy's moves. So, yeah. um, so for me to really want him here long term as a backup, I need to see more, man, because right now he's very one dimensional. You know, he, he needs to get on that cardio, man. And I'm not, I know people are going to comment that you could probably get my cardio if you ain't on TikTok, but I ain't going to comment. But, but <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. It's just, I, I need to see more from Gaff, man. And I hope I do. I really do. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dan 70 because his Gallo moves slower than Jason Witten out there. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> uh, that's pretty down slow. Uh, let's see here. Sheldon T says, I guess my expectations, expectations are low. This is never a playoff caliber roster. I'm just hoping to see the young guys get better and play harder. Yeah. Um, there was another comment where something about getting 10 wins. I think it was DMV for life. Uh, Kevin Culver says, there's no way I can watch the Wizards this year if they're going to put a product on the court like that. Yeah, it's hard to watch. I mean, now, Kevin Colbert, if you're in the area, definitely try to get some tickets to the, the uh, what's it called, the loft, the uh, seat <laughs> that they put in this year. Definitely get some tickets to that. Just to get a good experience. You know, I think everybody should do that once in a lifetime. So, Kevin Colbert, certainly go out there and do that and try to stop a cap one. We and, set uh, nobody up, man. <laughs> Set people up. <laughs> well, if, they hand, if they handed out free Hennessy, yeah, I'm there, man. But like... <laughs> no, yeah, no, they're giving out some bobbleheads. This, this year. that's right. <laughs> they gave us a T-shirt last time, but I don't, I don't know if it's enough for Kevin to go out there to want to go out there and watch it. Um, Israeli, I guess we'll read Israeli fandoms comment, and then we'll read one more. We'll wrap it up for tonight. Uh, he says, I still think Denny's the face of the franchise, but Bilal is awesome to watch. He's going to be great. He had more points today than Johnny had combined until the last month of last season. Um, that the stats, the stat you're commenting about the stats, I have to look that up. It sounds true to be honest, but it's probably not. Uh, Johnny did barely, barely play in any regular season games, he played uh, primarily in the G League. So you, you might be right. I have to look that at it. It's really fandom and then about him being the face of the franchise. Right now, we really don't have a face of the franchise, so I, I don't. I'm not really caring about that at this at this point. Yes, he's the longest tenured wizard, but we we personally don't have a face of the franchise. G Wiz is the face of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> G Wiz. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, Bilal. I mean, you can see the potential with Bilal, man. I, I'm very yeah. intrigued. I think he's going to develop them to be a dog, man. You see the dog in them is just. Um, he's got to be more aggressive, but uh, Denny's he, look, Denny's definitely. I mean, I don't know about face the franchise, um, but he's definitely looking, making his contract look like it might be a bargain in the long run. I mean, you know, he's really coming to his own offensively, man. But I see people already, <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, overall, I've been I've been, been impressed with Denny this year, man. He's he's shown out offensively, he really is, and this is all we've been asking for him, you know. So, mm. Right, yeah, yeah. Blau, he has some good moments today. King Bilar says Kuz will get his numbers to get traded. Is obvious. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what the plan is. So, put up twenty eight points. If he plays a full game, he might have had forty. Uh, if he would have played all four quarters, and it just get his trade value up, 
other teams are watching for sure. Other other teams are looking, and and that's that's a part of the plan. So uh, kudos to Kuz for doing that tonight. Uh, I guess last comment is here. Preach Wizards podcast. He said, "I saw a fire lit under Kuz and Denny to become winners tonight. They're learning what it is to have all the pressure of winning on them." I'll, I'll just say this real quick. Yeah, Brandon, you brought up earlier. They were talking to each other. The Brent on the bench. They were covering their mouths. They weren't laughing, which is a good sign because yeah. typically, you know, we've seen them laugh and lose by. 2025. We saw that last year too when they were losing and laughing on the bench. So it looked like they had a, a legitimate conversation there about improving or just making adjustments on the court, even though they just don't have the roster. So I, I did I, I didn't mind that conversation. You know, not not like I'm the person who, you know, is a ruler or anything, but I, I didn't mind that conversation. It looked like a, a good basketball discussion that they were having. Absolutely, man. Look, Kakuzma has championship experience. You know, Jordan Poole, you know. We know that he has ways to go, but he, he's got championship experience. So these guys can learn something. You know, um, I like to see Kuz out there being that leader. Um, Denny seems like he's a sponge. He likes to soak up a lot of that, man. So that's what you want to see from a guy, especially a guy to just um, sign a bag, man. You know, some people sign those bags and they kind of lift their foot off the gas a little bit. He wants to become a better player. And, he, you know, we know what Denny can do on the defensive end, man, but offensively he has impressed me this year. He's been consistent. So – yeah, I love to see it. I love to see that on the sidelines, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to wrap it up tonight. We want to thank you guys for listening. Win, lose, or draw. Make sure you guys check us out tomorrow and make us your first listen every day. We will be having David Harrison on tomorrow night, and we will be previewing the Hornets game on Wednesday. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit that notification bell, hell to the Wizards and the Commanders since they won. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you guys have a good one. And peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 